Hey, good morning, everybody. We're actually on time today. No technical difficulties that I can see so far. I'll chat a few minutes, give everybody time to catch up with us here. It's um, what a beautiful weekend, huh? Beautiful day. We've been uh, on the road a lot. We're uh, working uh, finally, um, chasing some hail. Been out in western Oklahoma and then shifted gears this last week and went east and went to Missouri and uh, been working on some beat up stuff, but we're still still able to do some things and thankful that God's put us to work and able to do some stuff. And, you know, it's um, I find it really interesting that <clears throat> this year especially seems to be different. Um, went to western Oklahoma to do what I thought was to go to work and met a gentleman out there that... Um, struck up a conversation with me that uh, uh, wound up being a spiritual conversation with someone who was uh, a little challenged with uh, with spiritual things. He had been uh, through some, some bad stuff and through some church hurt, you know, that type of thing. And we were able to just visit and, and carry on a conversation. And he, I think he found it intriguing that he had found a, uh, a minister or a pastor or whatever out in... Um, in western oklahoma doing the same thing he was doing so got to spend some time with him and i shared our uh, podcast info with him so that hopefully he'll lose in some drive time he'll get to listen to some podcasts but uh yeah i just talking with Rhonda, i was like you know this is you know i know now why i went to western oklahoma i, I had debated going because the stuff was really really hard hit and same token you know we wind up in missouri and the, and uh man i love the people that we get to hang out with while we're in missouri we stay with good friends and working with good friends and just lots of good conversation. And it's, and it's this, it's this building that takes place, you know, when you're, when you're with family, when you're with um, people of the same faith and, and it's, it's encouraging, even, even though the work may be hard and maybe a little frustrating, it's, it's still encouraging to be around your people, you know? And, um, I came home for the weekend and had a little job to do yesterday. And, and in the process of that little job, um, Chris had set me up to do a little uh, doording for a guy that was a friend of his. And uh, again, you know, it wound up being divine appointment, I believe. You know, we, we wound up speaking about spiritual things while I fixed his den and uh, life matters and struggles and challenges that he had been facing. And, you know, so it's it's this uniqueness that God puts, even what I'm doing for a living, what he, what he provides for me to make a living, he's still providing for a ministry avenue uh, into a, into a, a people group that, I wouldn't normally get the opportunity to minister to like that. So I, I really find it interesting. I love what God does with things. And um, the, the message I have today, actually, I got kind of the premise of as I was driving to Missouri last Monday. Um, I spend a lot of time thinking when I drive, which is good. But, um, you know, I, I, I speak a lot of things about common sense. And I actually have a page here on Facebook that's called Common Sense Consulting. And it's basically an offering for anyone who's struggling with different things or just needs a maybe a different perspective or just needs a, a different viewpoint maybe a, maybe just another set of eyes on an issue um, I started this page to just help people um, you know just more or less a, a I see things differently than others um, sometimes that's good sometimes that's bad but um, you know it, it just kind of offers a perspective I tell a little story on the first part of my page about uh, sitting with a, a friend of mine that we were looking at a project on his stock trailer and 
trying to determine how to make this gate on the stock trailer work after after applying some new material and it it was it wasn't it needed to be raised up and man it looked like it was going to be a whale of a project cut the hinges off and while just sitting there looking at it i realized well you know we could do this and i think that'd fix it it was a real simple thing and it didn't take very long and and it wasn't all that challenging and we were we were able to solve the problem and take care of the issue just in kind of a common sense manner so um, i started that that page just for that purpose you know there's a lot of times that we we look at something we're looking at a problem or we're faced with a problem we get we get bogged down we can't figure out what do we need to do from here so um anyway if it's something that you're interested in you can find that page on on facebook as well just common sense consulting and uh, be glad to help you with anything like that with that I, I literally want to talk about some common sense today a this message today common sense is often not so common but <clears throat> webster's dictionary defines common sense this way sound and prudent judgment based on a simple perception of the situation or the facts now again my, my goal for when i developed this the, the page i did was to do just that oftentimes we we face these challenges in life that they stump us um or we simply can't see any easy efficient way to solve or resolve the issue that we're seeing at hand and whether through just getting a different opinion or, or merely getting another set of eyes on the matter we can often over or uncover a, just a simple solution to something that may seem a little more difficult um again you know if you find yourself something stuck in something like that you can always holler at me I'll share a few little euphemisms with you did you know no one can destroy iron think about that for a minute i mean if you're you ever tried to destroy a, a, a log chain now I, I know that you can break a log chain i broke some doing some dumb things um but really there's not a there's not a way to actually destroy that iron it's too thick it's too heavy it's too challenging it's too tough but yet iron has its own enemy rust rust will actually consume iron it'll deteriorate it'll destroy it in the same token you can't destroy a person i want you to catch this no one can destroy a person I can't destroy you. You can't destroy me. Because you see, it, 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 it actually boils down to the only way that I can be destroyed is by my own mindset, by allowing it to happen. I don't, I don't have to do that. My mindset is what's, what keeps you from dis destroying me. I can determine that I'm not going to allow you to destroy me. I know there may be somebody here that needs to really hear this this morning, that, that, that we need to take control of our mind. That our mindset is how we survive life. It's our it's by our mindset that that we can hold the 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 things in life in balance. We we can choose to not let somebody destroy us. You know that that old phrase: "Sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us." Words are destructive, and if we allow words into us, then yeah, by our allowance, we can let something destroy us. But it's it's we did it. No one has the power to destroy us unless we allow them to. Keep that in mind. Um, your life is a result of your choices. If, if you don't like your life, oh, I love this. If you don't like your life, make some better choices. 
you know, that's almost a slap in my face at times. You know, I've, I get all grumbly about my life and how things are so bad and I, you know, I wish things were so different. Make them different. I mean, it, it, it becomes my choice of my life. So if, if you don't like your life right now, it's a result of your choices. So make some better choices. This, this is, um, it, it seems in today's time we find ourselves surrounded by conflict and battle. Most of our struggles are not necessarily physical struggles, um, but, but mental and emotional struggles that, that weigh heavily on us at times and simply just suck the life out of us. We don't fight physically much, you know? I mean, it, it's, it's usually in our mindset. It's in our, it's in our personal thoughts. It's, 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 in our, it's in our emotional challenges that we have most of our battles today. How can we battle such attacks against our nature and and against our personal well-being. Again, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference common sense. Um, oftentimes, we allow things that we face, challenges that that are, that come at us, to overwhelm us. To to, um, like I say, suck the life out of us, drag us down. We get bogged down in it. But look at this: if you're gonna involve yourself in a battle, ask yourself these questions. Now, I'm, I'm talking about any type of battle. No, no matter the battle, if you're going to involve yourself in a battle, I want you to ask yourself these questions. What are the spoils of the conflict you're in? What's at stake? I mean, is it is it really worth what you're going after? I mean, is, is the goal of this struggle, this battle, I mean, is it worth the fight? And secondly, does the outcome affect your destiny? Does the outcome of the battle you're in affect your destiny? What's your destiny? Well, as a believer, my destiny is my home in in heaven with Jesus Christ. I mean, that's where I'm going. So does the battle that I face today, does the outcome of this battle have an effect on my destiny? Is it really worth what I'm fighting for? So always consider yourself, when you face a struggle, when you face a battle, ask those questions. What are the spoils of the conflict you're in? And do the, does the outcome affect your destiny? You know, what's at stake and is it worth it in simple terms? Oftentimes, many battles that we find ourselves in are not worth our time. Uh, there's, no, there's no goal. There's no, there's no spoil of that battle. Even if I win that battle, it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't, it doesn't propel me towards my destiny. That's the point I'm trying to make. Don't involve yourself in a struggle. Don't involve yourself in a battle that doesn't move you forward. It, that would make no sense. I mean, technically, if you look at war and, and battles, even all the way back into biblical times, it was over advancement. It was over uh, land or a country or a city or, or, you know, to defeat an enemy that had come against you. You know, there was always this, this reason for that battle, and it always affected the destiny of those people. So, so keep that in mind. Here's, here's something else to consider in the midst of this. The selfishness of our personal nature may lead to the destruction of things that cannot be rebuilt or replaced. Our selfishness may lead to things around us being destroyed in such a way that they can't be rebuilt or replaced. Think, think about that for a minute. We are a very selfish-driven by nature today. Our culture 
has put us into this place of being very selfish, very selfish in nature. We, it's all about me. Um, our, our our young people are being taught this throughout history. They're they're being taught that you know take care of number one. That's you. And don't worry about anybody else. You take care of number one. And and that goes against the things and the balances that we were actually taught spiritually. You know, Jesus Jesus gave his life for us. You know, how, what better, what greater love than a man have that he give lay down his life for his friend? There's no selfishness in that. But yet today we don't see that. We don't operate in that fashion most often. Most often we operate from a very selfish basis, very, very selfish platform. What's in it for me? That selfishness could actually lead to the destruction of things that can't be rebuilt or replaced. It, it could be in a personal relationship. It could be in a, a uh, business relationship. It could be in many multiple things. But our selfishness can destroy things. So we, we have got to learn to, to weigh out that value and those things that are there. Get into some scripture here. I've got um, talked a little bit last week about Paul. Uh, and they'll love following Paul through the New Testament. And and. I want you to check out what, what Paul's writing. We're going to go to Philippians if you if you want to dig in with me. Um, I'm actually going to take a little nugget from each chapter of Philippians. But I, I would encourage you, Paul's writing from prison here. He's writing to the church um, of, of the Philippi. And, and there's several nuggets that I find here where, that I want you to encourage. Uh, I'd encourage you to read this entire book. It's, it's four chapters, man. It, it's not like it's going to take you all day. So read the entire book because there's some there's some really awesome things stuck in the midst of this. You, know, you, you can gain things from, from reading this passage of Scripture. But here in Philippians chapter 1, verse 27, it says, Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. That's the only conflict that's valuable, is our fighting for our faith. I often have made reference to, <laughs> it, does no, it does me no good to involve myself in a political fight or a, or a religious struggle, a religious battle. I'm not a biblical scholar, so sometimes I struggle with knowledge of biblical things. I'm certainly not a political scholar. I definitely struggle with those types of items. But there's oftentimes I find myself at a place where I simply can't avoid conflict when it comes to spiritual things. But the way I go to battle in those conflicts is simply Scripture. It's God's Word, not mine. You, you honestly can't argue about that. I, I guess you could, but it's like arguing with a fence post. It's not going to gain you any ground because God's word is just that. It's God's word. I didn't write it. I simply agree with it. Now, if you don't agree with it, that's your issue. But you can't argue with me over something I didn't create. God did. So I love those because most of the time when I find myself in conflict and I'm using God's word, eventually that person in conflict with me just gives up. Because as long as I continue to bring scripture back against them, there's really nothing they can argue. It's all opinion on their part. So God's word will overcome opinion every day. So anyway, 
fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. That's that's really the only fight worthwhile. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 15, it says this. Do everything without complaining and arguing. Daggum. That messes us up right there. Because most of our mindset today, that's all we all do, is just complain and argue. We complain and argue about everything. It, it doesn't matter what it is, we complain and argue about it. If if something's not going our way, we complain and argue. If it is going our way, we still complain and argue because it's not going the way we want it to or fast enough. There, there's, it's We have just become this negative culture, this negative society, this selfish-driven, unreal thing, it seems to me at most times. But do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Did you catch that? If, if you're not complaining and arguing, there's nothing anybody can criticize you about. They're going to criticize you for being positive? They're going to criticize you for being non-argumentative? Not usually. It's always going to be about your negative. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. God called us to be a light in the darkness. He called, he called us to worship him and to fellowship with him, to be that light that others are drawn to not pushed away from keep that in mind in your spiritual life are people coming to you because they're drawn to you because of the spirit in you or are they being repelled because of something else in you now, there's a lot of people today who call themselves people of faith who call themselves christians who, who call themselves you know children of god but yet they're repelling people because of the nature of who they are they're not using Christ-like nature. They're not drawing people unto them as a light in a dark place. Philippians chapter 3, verse, verse 14. Paul again said, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ is calling us. See, it's, it's even in the midst of prison. Paul's, Paul's in chains when he writes this. He, he's, he's bound up in a prison as he writes this letter. Most of us, I don't know that we'd be encouraging somebody when we're stuck in a prison. We're going to be complaining and we're going to be arguing. But here's Paul, in, bound in chains in a prison, saying, I press on to reach the end of the race and to receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. That's the prize. Christ is calling us to run this race and run it well, to run to finish, to run to the end. Don't give up in the middle. I love how he wraps this up in this teaching here in the Church of Philippi. Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9, it says, Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he's already done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. I love this. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing, then the God of peace will be with you. Oh, that's some powerful stuff right there. Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9. If you don't read any of the rest of Philippians, concentrate on that right there. 
always be full of joy in the Lord. Show people. I, I have people all the time. And, and, and listen, I'm not perfect. I, I have my moments, man. I, whew, I had my moment this last week where I, I really lost my cool. I just frustrated with people and frustrated with things. And and but but if you look at this, he says, always be full of joy. People ask me all the time, how come you're so happy all the time? Why are you always smiling? It's just an open door, you know? I mean, I do try to be a happy person. I try not to be an old grumble bug. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But, but you know, I, I mean, that's what people, when, when we reflect what's in us, can you imagine not having the truth that we have? I mean, think about that for a minute. There, there's a world full of people who are in darkness. They have no hope because they don't know what we know. They've not accepted what we've accepted. They, they, don't, they don't see the future that we have. They don't see the eternity that's awaiting us. I'm not afraid of this world. I'm not afraid of anything in this world. I'm 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 not afraid of this COVID nineteen thing. You know, I think you ought to be smart. Sure, I'm not going to get into that argument with you. But I'm not afraid. And and if and if for whatever reason God says, "Hey man, you've run your race. Your time's up. It's time to roll." I'm ready for that. You know, do I necessarily want to go now? Nah. I mean, you know, there's days I'm like, okay, Lord, <laughs> this is enough. Come quickly. Take us all home. But I, but I want us all to go together. You know, I, I got grandkids. I got kids. I got family. I got friends. I don't necessarily want to leave this world today. You know, I, I like the people I'm around. You know, I, I love spending time with Rhonda. I love spending time with our friends. I love spending time with our family. But, hey, if God says it's your time to go, man, look at where I'm headed. I mean, this world can't compare, not even close. But but think about this. You've got a purpose here. God, God, you know, this is what Paul's trying to teach these people of Philippi. You know, get rid of this negative junk. Get rid of this selfishness. Get rid of the, the stuff going on that, that you don't need to be listening to and focus on what God has given you. Share it with someone. Share it with others. Get, give life to those around you. So that they understand what this is all about. That shining light into a darkness, man, it's it's not simply to expose what's in the darkness. It's to draw people to the light. I, I, God didn't give me a spirit of judgmentalism against these people who live in darkness. He simply said, shine the light in here so they can see. Let them see the truth. Now, they'll have to choose it. You know, I, I can't make someone come after him. I can't make them follow me. Just like Paul said, follow me because I follow him. I can't make someone do that. All I can do is show them why I do. It, it, it's 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 my life. It's my I, I don't I can't live without the hope that I have in Christ. So keep that in mind as you press on towards the goal. Man, I encourage you read read Philippians. Get all four chapters in. Soak in it. Dig into it and apply it to your life. That's what Paul was trying to get the people of Philippi to recognize. These are teachings that you need to apply to your life so that others can be won, so that those that are lost can be found. That's our whole goal, to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. May God bless you guys. I hope you have a great Sunday. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend. It's a beautiful day here in Oklahoma for sure. Um, I'm headed back to Missouri tomorrow. We're going to do a little work and looking forward and thankful for that. But, man, just um, keep on pressing on. As Paul said, man, just don't give up the race yet. Keep pressing on. Let your race be run well. You know, get get your mindset back around Christ. 
Don't let this negativity bog you down. If you don't like your life, change your circumstances. If you don't like what's going on, it's your choice. Change something about your life. Make it better. God bless you guys. I love you. Thank you for, for keeping up with us. Check out our website, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. There's videos on there. There's videos on our Facebook page. Again, we've got the Common Sense Consulting page. Um, just keep following us. Keep supporting us. Keep doing what you do. Love you. If you got a church open today, I hope you go to church this morning. God bless you guys. We'll talk to you soon.